My brain's splitting off in so many different directions. My brain's splitting off in so many different My brain's splitting off in so many different directions that no one has the answers to. <laughs> my dad was a shrink. Certain things upset me. And my dad was a shrink. Certain things upset me. And my dad was a shrink. things upset me. What's the furthest star and then what's beyond the furthest star? What's the furthest star and then what's beyond the furthest star? What's the furthest star and then what's beyond the furthest star? Questions that no one has the answers to. I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast that has yet to use the sitting Bernie meme in any episode art and frankly refuses to as we talk about X-Men <laughs> and ecstatics. Um, Gary, have you seen any X-Men Bernie memes pop up? That's the only like uh, fandom that mm, I think I've missed. I haven't seen that crossover, but can you imagine this arc of ecstatics if it was Bernie Sanders joining ecstatics? Dude, I can. I as mean, put Bernie, put Bernie in every comic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I do it. Bernie meets the Punisher. I, I saw um, saw an interview with that dude where they were like, I don't remember which talking head was like, did you were you aware that you were a meme? And he was like, yeah, I see him. Like, but you know the important thing is that the mittens were made by so and so from Virginia. And she has a small business. I'm like, that dude has one message, and I love it. I absolutely do. But like, yeah, yeah. you're not going to pull him off message, Jimmy Kimmel. Like, this is not going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 a, it's a good message too. It's also the, the the meme thing happened when everybody was complaining about it. And I'm like, he's a billion years old and it's January. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> like, why, why, can you, how can you make this problematic? That's so fucking dumb. Dude, I would, you know? I would, I would be dressed exactly the same way and trying to stay away from yeah. all of the people. Like, not only is it, did you guys have a party in the middle of a pandemic? It's also January in Washington, D.C. Like, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's not warm climate there. And like, there's one of the, the comedy captions, like this could have been a meeting or this could have been an email. Yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking about it. It's like, yeah, this kind of actually could have been. I mean, they uh, could have done the email. whole thing in a Zoom call. Like, you know, we didn't have to have yeah. we didn't have to have anybody singing or any of that bullshit. Like, I I don't know, man, a lot of that stuff. Uh, and I've, you know, the pageantry, the pageantry is really obnoxious to me. Like, I feel like the pageantry of democracy is really annoying sometimes. And like yeah. with the like, security thing, yeah. completely shut down Washington, D.C. for people like small businesses and stuff. So like congrats yeah. imagine working there or living there yeah you know be miserable um speaking of mm. uh we're at the weird pivot point of this weird storyline that we're going to wrap up in this session i'm a uh, back from the dead storyline extremely here for this weird storyline where they introduce a villain and just like take care of him it's, ha- it's in part three <laughs> uh part <laughs> part three of six uh we're introducing a villain and if you think that villain has a big part of the last issue of the arc you'd be wrong totally wrong uh the, the storyline has three storylines in it uh because you know refresh everybody's memory originally princess die was going to join come back from the dead Enjoying ecstatics, and then they had to change it to pop star known as Princess Henrietta Hunter. Uh, here, what's uh, what's going on with Fat's face on this cover? I'm not sure, man. Uh, I'm really like yeah. his eyes are going two different directions, and like there's there's a bunch of random shit happening, and it's just like a team like splat with um Henrietta in the middle. Um, mm-hmm. I this 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 next like four issues are so fucking wild gary super weird dude i'm i am just so fucking like i I was reading this and like just thinking the entire time like where is this going like this is so Mm -hmm. and it actually it does feel really refreshing like it just a bunch of stuff happens it seems to be sticking like nobody just magically gets their legs back or anything but 
Yeah, like I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> spoiler, spoiler. Uh, the the uh, yeah, it's a consequential things happen in the grand plot. Uh, like this is, you know, again we we talked about this a lot, but it's so weird to think of like having to re just redo your entire story here. And I don't know that I necessarily could have done it better. Uh, and I think this half of the story is a little bit better than the first half. Like this is the one it feels like they wrote after they knew it couldn't be Princess Die. You know, mm-hmm. there's like a couple lines that come in. Uh, like someone's like, speaking of Queens, Princess Die, like <laughs> you know, musician. And it's like, well, I guess, you know, <laughs> Freddie Mercury. But um, but it, this this is a little bit more confident. And also, if this were just a normal arc that didn't have anything to do with uh, fake Princess Die, I would think this was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, it, it really, like I, I found, I found myself completely forgetting that this was a, like a princess die thing again, which is the best thing you could probably say for it. Like, um, yeah. other than the, just like some weird stuff that pops up here and there for the most part, I just didn't know, which is good. Like that's exactly what, yeah. exactly what you would hope for in something like this. And that's what we want. Yeah. So, so back from the dead part three, uh, here, uh, um, we, uh, we get into this and we're introduced to our villain for the next, uh, three issues. Uh, Mr. Code, uh, who is like a guy in a suit with a white mask with a barcode on the front, uh, giving like a success seminar, mm-hmm. um, uh, Texas some years ago. Yeah. And this is, this is one of those, like, uh, you know, your miserable trade-offs between desires and your fears. Fight club. This is very like kind of fight club ish ish business. And like, as soon as one person asks a question that he doesn't like, he just zaps them dead. Um, mm-hmm. and then of course the next question is like, how do we start to change America? Like, and so like, and the guys like, we're though there's going to be signs and the children of the West will walk in the hanging gardens and all this other bullshit. Like it sounds like total complete bullshit, but Spike Freeman is there and he seems to be yeah. just really into this stuff. He's eating it up because like, you know, these venture capitalists, Silicon Valley shits love this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so we flash forward to today um, where we get this little domestic scene of this teenager arguing with his mom about nutrition. Um, you know how that's all full of artificial stuff uh, with with a product called like cream nut. It Love, looks like loves me some cream, cream nut, nut. <laughs> cream nut and crunchy munchy puffs. Um, but she gets sniped. Yeah, um, a bunch of people get sniped, like in just this parking lot of a grocery store. As we zoom out, and we can see like multiple people dead and wounded, um, and like other people trying to hide because they can't see the sniper or anything. And with one woman saying, "This is so intense," which is really, yeah, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna forgive her in the heat of the moment. Like it's probably is very intense. <laughs> just yeah, intense is the word for it. Uh, I love that they they actually name check the uh, the Washington sniper. It's like in an incident reminiscent of the Washington sniper. Mm-hmm. Um, what a weird thing that we all kind of forgot about the Washington sniper. I mean, they made. I mean, they made Denzel made a movie about it, so we just assumed that it was solved. Did they? Yeah, like they okay. was that Denzel. I'm pretty Denzel, sure that Denzel's, was on the, Denzel's on the case. Yeah, he's he's got it, man. <laughs> Who needs to know anything? I mean, it's all in the movie. <laughs> I didn't realize he took care of it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, that's why we don't worry about it anymore. Uh, thanks, yeah. Denzel. Well, this is a this is a TV movie, but uh, no, that's Denzel. Okay, we're all good. Hey, folks, Future Jeremy here. Um, I don't know what in the world possessed me to think Denzel Washington was in a movie about the Washington Sniper, but he absolutely was not. And I I, I say it a lot in this episode, so um, sorry about that. And um, sorry about that, Mister. I apologize directly to Denzel Washington. Now, the rest of you can just get past this. I'm sorry, Mister Washington.
cool. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just a, you know, for people who don't know, because they're probably quite a lot of people who don't know, like this isn't like a 9-11 style event. In the wake of that, there was a guy who was just sniping people, yep. the Beltway snipers, mm-hmm. uh, you know, people in white vans sniping. Um, and this, you know, this is happening here. They were, we cut to this news report talking about it, how there's this growing hysteria as all these sniping incidents are happening. And they interview the uh, head of Homeland Security, uh, Ed, or Homeland Defense, Ed Wolfman. Uh, who is just telling people not to panic, yeah. you know, stay vigilant, just kind of the empty platitudes we had after nine 11. Absol- you know? Absolutely. That's kind of what this is making fun of. You know, don't let the terrorist win. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, we, we go back over to ecstatics headquarters where, uh, miles, uh, is like, this is kind of seems like our bag. Like, why aren't we doing anything about this? Like we should go out and like protect the people or whatever. And the team leader, who is still uh, Tyke, aka Anarchist, is like, uh, "No, dude, not at all. Like, this is a this is yeah. completely poisoned job." So, yeah, this is this is like this guy has gotten gray hairs just from being on the screen. Mm-hmm. This Wolfman guy is going to get crucified. Um, you know, this is where uh, Spike's like speaking of queens, uh, and uh, you think that he's going to be making fun of Miles, but he says, "Have we decided how we're going to kill a certain pop star?" I'm like, well, not not a queen, uh, not any of that you know just like keeping the line in so fucking weird Uh, man it's just such a strange thing very very weird um they're discussing like how to kill uh, her but we we find out that lacuna is uh still is listening in Mm -hmm. as kind of like slip between moments is hiding behind the couch uh, and overhearing the plan and i like dead girl's idea um as spike does as well of just chopping her into a bunch of pieces sealing them up in caskets and then scattering them around the world like they were a bunch of fucking horcruxes um and spike's like yeah "Yeah, that's a good idea we should definitely do that and of course tyke is still angry with spike for setting all of this up to begin with so he's like you just need to to shut down to shut the fuck up before we we deal have to deal with you directly yeah if if we remember we they had him tied up and everything so there's Mm -hmm. lots of tension between the the owner and the team um this cutting her up and uh, throwing her to mysterious pieces is foreshadowing for the the last arc. Oh, interesting of, uh, of this uh, this book. Um, so they're like, "Where is she?" We cut over to the Caribbean where she's uh, getting a massage from Omar, uh, who's rubbing oil all over her back. And ecstatics teleport in and just you know shoot Omar off the uh, off the thing. Take a swim, cabin boy, uh, and are like trying to tell her that they're going to kill her when Lacuna appears having hitched a ride and be like, yeah, they're going to kill her. You're going to make her walk the plank, you know, and kind of spill the beans. Yeah. Uh, for poor Omar. That's by the way, like let's pour one yeah. out for, for Omar. who was literally just doing his job and then got yeeted off a yacht by a fucking ecstatics member. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this has got to be the most depressing yep. way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Fat yeet. Um, I love this bit where they're like, but she's like, why would you kill me? And like, because you're annoying, because you're interfering, because you're white. And then she calls it. She's like, it's because I'm more popular than you are. Yep. A hundred percent. Like, yep. That, that's it. Um, you know, Lacuna is just saying like, well, you know, what is your end game? Kind of challenging them on this. Uh, you don't like her because she stands for something. And she, and she goes, oh, I do. Goody. Which again, <laughs> man, brutal to princess die. I know, man. Um, and I love the, uh, uh, you know, she's like, Lacuna says she wants to save her because she stands for all the women who uh, were pushed around and started taking control. And she says, and uh, Henrietta says, are you going to kill me or not? Because if not, I need one of you strong boys to cream my legs. Oof. Oof. Uh, oof. Who says that? Yeah. 
if autumn if autumn legs. asked me to cream her legs i'd be like what is ro- what no yeah. <laughs> i'm not gonna do that we're married Honey, we're out. <laughs> stop <Yeah. laughs> i promise you my creaming days are done yeah <laughs> got rid of that <laughs> on the bachelor party behind. yeah we got all the cream out <laughs> gotta, uh, gotta get that cream out um gotta get that cream out so instead of killing her, they decide to take her into a live mission in Afghanistan. And um, I know this is like parody of American exceptionalism and all this stuff, but it is still just way weird that they're they're just doing this so directly of like literally killing. It's all they do. I mean, it's just you like, know? but in this issue, especially because they like call it out of like one of the tanks that says has a made in America sticker and stuff like that. Like they're really going, they're just being direct. Like they're, they're, they're just saying the thing. They're not, it's not yeah, subtle. There's no subtext <laughs> yeah. to this. You know, the idea that they're the huge popular heroes and then what they actually usually do is just go kill brown people. Um, Here specifically, there was a reality TV show that was filming and uh they got captured by the taliban so they have to you know try to save them you know keep the the body count low uh and stuff and they're they're kind of just like making you know small talk thinking that henrietta will either get killed or she'll be so turned off by all the blood mm-hmm. and uh and violence and they there's also like uh, a yeah. weird background conversation about like what agents they use like what company they're with <laughs> which i think is mm-hmm. i don't know it's just really like just to have these like weird conversations I, I love how just completely transparent and shallow these people are for the most part right like that like oh, yeah. they, they they are what they appear to be in a lot of ways yeah no illusions mm-hmm. um you know they think that uh henry is going to have this uh meltdown they look over her and she's actually taking out a bunch of taliban guys <laughs> In her little superhero outfit and she looks really like uh pained to have mm-hmm. done it uh, and they say she's the all singing all dancing all butt kicking henrietta the taliban slayer which i think this would have been funnier as uh princess die of course um i don't know how she did this she has the superpower of empathy i mean uh, she could just be in shape bloodied up you know what i'm saying <laughs> like yes <laughs> it's true like <laughs> i know how people fight people without powers <laughs> how do you think ufc works dog they just they just lift a weight yeah. Well, those dudes are, are shitty superheroes. They are it's like Crotchman and Leg Tom or whatever. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's the yeah. big bout yeah. this weekend. Yeah. Crotchman versus Crotchman Leg versus, Tom. Versus Leg Tom. <laughs> uh, they're constantly just like shoving each other's faces in each other's dicks. I know. I'm not trying to be gay panic about it. It's just when you, as somebody who doesn't watch UFC, mm-hmm. whenever I catch a little bit of it, and it's just somebody just like face fucking another dude. I'm always really surprised. Did um, you know? I'm guessing that your friend group never had that phase where like. They would th- that that shit was happening in like backyards and everything that ever happened to you. No, uh, oh, you mean like actually fighting? Yeah. Uh, when I was very young, when I was like thirteen or whatever, we used to uh, we my friend Angel had a basement that we put mattresses on the floor and we used to have kumites like from Bloodsport. Okay, that's what we call it. Cool. And we would just kind of wrestle, uh, you know, down there, but that didn't last that long. And it was when I was very young. We so had a- older as teens. We never beat the shit out of each other or anything. And I guess this, this would, we were all been like early twenties, but um, one of our friends named Chris, Hardcore Chris Number Two, was way into UFC and and all that shit. So like, before it got popular, he was bringing over VHS tapes that he had taped off of like satellites mm. and stuff to watch it, and like teaching people how to do leg bars and like I would watch it and be like, this is like it hurts, and sucks. Like, why are you yeah, guys yeah. doing this? <laughs> yeah, this looks terrible. Oh, I want to punch you guys. Yeah, yeah. Can I we do can, can we do more mushrooms instead of this? This sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys like Mario Kart? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm gonna do a leg drop on you in Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Um, yeah. So, uh, as the, they get distracted uh, here 
for a moment, take their eyes out of the game, and a missile comes to uh, hit Henrietta, and Fat jumps in the way, deflecting the missile, yep. uh, saving her life, which is contrary to what they want to do, and unfortunately just redirects the missile, uh, blowing off El Guapo's legs. What a bummer for uh, this guy. Entirely. <laughs> this dude has not yeah, had... He's had a rough go. He's had a real rough go. Um, broke up with his girlfriend, who seemed really nice. Um, now he doesn't have no yep. legs. Like, that's not fun. Skateboard beats the crap out of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and and they everybody's mad at, at Fat for this, right? Like, because like that was the whole goal, was to get this chick killed. And, she, and he jumped into the last minute claiming it was just instinct. Um, and... And Tyke even goes so far as to question the sexuality of like maybe you're not gay, maybe you have a crush on her. He's like, no, 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 I'm definitely gay, and like gets into this whole thing. Meanwhile, Dead Girl is just in the background popping out one liners just constantly. And yeah, I, I really, really love Dead Girl in this in this issue. She's great. Like she's turning into you know kind of an MVP uh, of this series, and that they them taking her forward into the miniseries. Like she's a, she's a great character. The, uh, you know, the, the first one she does, you know, uh, uh, Tyke says like, well, me, you know, he says he's gay, but Henrietta always had a big following among gay people. Uh, you know, again, princess die. Um, Miles turns into vivisector and is like, I really resent that. And Tyke's like, I really care. And then dead girl looks up with the, doing the thinking emoji. Like he doesn't care. <laughs> like he's being sarcastic. Um, you know, as everyone's, uh, everyone's fighting here, basically they're mad at fat because fat could have solved the problem. Yeah. Like just letting her get hit by a missile. And, and, and like, they, they actually like are about to come to blows with this. Right. And, um, eventually guy has to step in as like, he's not team leader at this point, but he's definitely acting like team leader for basically, he basically does everything except have the title and breaks them up. And it's like, Hey, we can't do this because if we if we if we start arguing like this, she's going to succeed. Where all of the supervillains and super egos and megalomaniacs failed, she's going to destroy ecstatics. Um, yeah, and then we get uh, we kind of cut to like Nowhereville, where a couple is like walking down the street talking about Henrietta, and then they just get immediately murdered. Like this is another kind of vignette. Yep. <clears throat> Super sniped. Uh, news report here, you know, says that these these killings are, are random. They're talking to the uh, homeland defense guy. Uh, basically just really giving him the third degree, like this blood is on your hands, you know, and he's losing it. He's like, I really tried. And she's just, you know, no, no mercy. Like, so did Hitler. You do us all a favor. You know, he's like, fine, I'll resign. I'll kill myself. Uh, you know, and then he looks up at the camera and says, what about the heroes? Like there are superheroes in this world. Shouldn't ecstatics be doing this? Uh, you know, it's kind of a point. Um, and, uh, Henrietta is like, he, he's right. We should do this. Um, the rest of the team starts to object, but Guy grabs Tyke and says, no, 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 you're our new leader. It's your decision. Um, with the idea that she's going to take on this, you know, again, poison chalice uh, by putting the team on this, and this is going to ruin her. Yep. She's either going to die or she is going to uh, be so unpopular because of taking on this uh, impossible task. I am... Um... I really like this reporter who grills this Homeland Security chief. And I just wish we had one of those. Like, I'm sure that, that we do, but like, I, we just haven't <laughs> yeah, seen that. <laughs> yeah. We haven't seen that yeah. in a long time. Um, and then she has this great line of like, please look into the camera when you humiliate yourself. <laughs> that I really, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay a large sum of money to hear somebody say that to Ted Cruz one day and just have him have to look at the camera while he's crying about something, going to yeah. jail or something. Um, I, man. And, and fucking shave, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm I'm so pro beard, but you, that beard is one of the shittiest looking beards, dude. It's not good. It just looks like such garbage. How can somebody look like that and just be like, "Yes, this is a good look for me." This is it. This I found my brand. Yeah. 
I found my brand. I'm going to look like I fucking, uh, you know, applied glue to my face and rolled around on the floor at the barbershop. Just the patchy, shitty beard. And um, Autumn asked me what I wanted for Christmas this year. And um, I kind of... This is kind of goes against like this whole COVID thing, but I was like, you know what? Like I'm, I've kind of been slipping on my, on my, on my fashion. Like I need to get, I need to start dressing a little bit better. Um, so I've been like wearing nicer shirts and everything. And every time I see that dude with the beard, I'm just like, shave your face, man. Like I'm putting in effort. Yeah, yeah. You're on <laughs> like, TV. Like, 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 <laughs> yeah. Like you're, 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 you're a, you're a horrible Senator. I'm just a guy. I'm just a dude. Um, <laughs> Try to yeah. sell a water meter. Like that's all I got. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And that's it. They, oh, they're man. announced. Uh, they announced Henrietta as the as the new head and um, as the new team leader. And um, that's it. Uh, there's yeah, a there's a line. They're, they're going to stop the killing. Yeah, there's a line from the warehouse from the White House, which like I just found my next running mate. Like they're going to make her VP or something. Um, and the people seem mm-hmm. to love her so far. And it's to be continued. Yeah, will it go well? We'll find out over the next couple of issues, and then another issue happens. Yes. Um, <laughs> just, like, it's a weird arc. It is. Um, yeah. Uh, but fun. Like it's, it's getting, getting fun again. There's some good jokes in the, uh, the last issue of this, I think. Yeah. And it goes, um, it goes covering. some places too. Like, I mean, it's interesting yeah. that they, like, I, I liked El Guapo. Like I like that. I like mm-hmm. the idea of him having a, like a kind of a sentient skateboard. I think it's very funny. And also it opens like some, for some real, like good comic book, physical gag humor. Um, so it kind of mm-hmm. sucks that he got, gets his legs blown off, but I also like that they stick with it and they don't just like dead girl teleport or, you know, Venus de Milo teleport him yeah, back yeah. into the past or whatever. Like it, 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 I don't know. Like this, this, this comic book is really wacky sometimes in a really great way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Like it is now getting a little goofier. So, uh, this, it's not trying to make a serious point about princess die uh, and it works better. Yep. Um, thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate you. We'll be back in a couple days with part four of back from the dead. Mm hmm. If you like the show, head on over to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and uh, support your boys. Yeah. Bunch of cool stuff. All kinds of good stuff over there. Exclusive content, access to the Slack channel, episodes early, all kinds of cool stuff. Um, if you want to hit hear me and Gary get really weird, we recorded a week of everything to Guppy that you can go listen to. Uh, we kicked, did. I kicked Will off the podcast. Yeah. And so if you're looking for a way to ease yourself up into that craziness, uh, that might be a good way to do so. It, it really uh, it coincided with our offboarding week of this podcast with an onboarding <laughs> week of everything to guppy. Like we're just really making a really smooth transition. If people want to switch from this to that. Yep. Absolutely. Like, um, don't worry. I won't, I won't bring out the possible. soundboard for this podcast, Gary. You don't have anything to worry about. So uh, I, I have to, I have to ping you about that. Cause I have to ask how to make one of those because I have a, a thing I'm going to do to will. Ooh, so. exciting. Um, mm-hmm. We'll mm-hmm. get into that a little bit off mic then. No. Okay. Anywho, uh, good night. Bye. What's the furthest star, and then what's beyond the furthest star? What's the furthest star, and then what's beyond the furthest star? What's the furthest star, and then what's beyond the furthest star? Questions that no one has the answers to. You gotta make sure it's Marshall Mathers, or else the kids are gonna go crazy. Yeah, they're not gonna know who it is. Uh, oh, okay. Well, that it ends with him. Uh, that's a weird ending. Uh, it ends with Eminem standing on an ice floe being uh, sent out to sea in the Arctic. <laughs> like he's Wolverine. <laughs> like that's a Wolverine ending. <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry, I killed your homies, Marshall. This is the Punisher talking. Sorry, I killed your homies, Marshall. Now we're even. Here, Barracuda had a military satellite phone. You'll be able to call for rescue. Where are you going? To pay a visit to the parents' music council. 
Hiring a contract killer is a serious crime. Oh, really? Cool. Do me a favor and tell him Shady sent you. What? <laughs> oh. is, is the implication that Punisher killed D12? Is that the... <laughs> is that... Like, had to get their green and purple pills. Somehow. Man, I... That's a lot. Why do they do this kind of stuff? Yeah. I don't know, man. 